The information provided in this show is intended for your general knowledge only and is not intended to be, nor is it, medical advice or a substitute for medical advice. If you have or suspect you have a specific medical condition or disease, please consult your health care provider. You are now listening to The Health Hero Show with Tim James. <laughs> What's up, Health Heroes? Tim James here, founder of ChemicalFreeBody.com and your host for the show that simplifies and demystifies how to live an energetic life with a flat belly. So if you're into a healthy gut and staying young, then this is the show for you. What's up, Health Heroes? Tim James here with another exciting episode of the Health Hero Show. Today I have in the house Daniel Mirfield from AsagesJourney.com. And I, you know, as most of you know, like my whole journey got started back in 2011, and it was really because I had health issues. Um, that was it. So, you know, my buddy got cancer. We went to the Hippocrates Wellness Center uh, and we learned to detox, do that kind of stuff. And what happened was, is that, um, you know, very shortly into this journey, as I started cleaning up my colon and my intestinal tract and my organ systems, I started literally cleaning up my cells from all the toxins and the pollution that's out there today that's rampant all over the world, unfortunately. And I started getting clean. What I realized was, is that there was something more to my life. I, w I couldn't put a finger on it, but I knew it was something spiritual. I felt it. Didn't know what that was exactly. And then seven years later, um, my spiritual journey, I mean, it was, it was happening, but I became more conscious and more tapped in and tuned into it. And, um, and then it's just, it's been exploding since 2018. Um, a lot of people and the guests we have on the show, including the solo episodes that I do, um, you know, I've been more health focused. A lot of people here are coming here to get their gut health right. And, and they're, um, you know, maybe they're, uh, you know, we have a lot of athletes now following us, uh, lots of moms trying to take care of their family. Um, and dads too, don't want to leave the dads out. Um, and, and, but then there's a lot, I would say probably still half the people that are following us have some severe health issues, autoimmune disorders, whatever you want to call them. You got something going on with the body. And one thing I, I can tell you is that I, what I want to do more is like, I want to get more people on the show, like Daniel, that can tell their stories and have unique perspectives on the spiritual path. And we'll get into Daniel's lifestyle and, and some cool, healthy stuff that he's been doing over in New Zealand. Um, he's joining us from over there. Um, but I just, I, I want you guys to know that these things are not separate. Okay. We can't compartmentalize our physical health you know, our gut health, our brain health, and that kind of stuff, and our spiritual health and our emotional health, they're all connected. Just like the foot bone is connected to the leg bone, your emotional and spiritual health are directly rated, related to the physical body and how fast it, or it is going to heal itself or how it's going to perform at top levels. Just so you can have a, you know, we want to have a great vehicle to get us through life. We want to enjoy life. We want to be out there growing and expanding and learning and and doing things that excite us and and being more towards our true nature which is unconditional love so i'm very excited to have uh daniel on today um to talk about his journey and and kind of give you <laughs> and kind of give you guys um a little bit more insight to things that matter besides just the physical component because they are attached to and connected directly to the physical component, and it's not something to be overlooked. Daniel, thank you for joining me today, buddy. How are you? Hi, Tim. I'm oh, great. Thanks. Thanks for having me on. 
Oh, dude, my pleasure. Uh, very excited to um, uh, to have you on today. And again, I thank you for uh, what time is it over in New Zealand right now? Uh, just gone quarter past 10. So it's pretty late. It's, oh, it's 10 a.m. Okay, so it's about a uh, quarter after uh, three Pacific Standard Time. I'm over here in Eastern Oregon, so it's fun doing those times. I'm glad it worked out so well. I, I guess we can do a lot of stuff. I can do afternoons, and you can do you can do mornings. It's just the next day, right? So is, is it the 11th over there? Yeah, yeah. So we're, we're Thursday morning now. Yeah, so isn't that interesting how we – that's completely another compartmentalized things because – when you think about time, time is kind of this constant. I mean, I mean, we could go deeper and, you know, time doesn't exist. All there is is now, 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 but we've kind of compartmentalized time. And uh, it's kind of obvious that humans were kind of off a little bit on a lot of stuff because, you know, right now I'm, I'm thinking, Hey, it's, you know, it's Wednesday, but where you're at, it's Thursday. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But it's absolutely. the same time. It's, but you can't do that. It's like, you know what I'm saying? It's like on a fundamental level, right now is the same time it is over there if you're going to look at time in that way so it's just these little we have these things that we have to to make everything kind of work and function around our um structure that we've created and i think one of the reasons i wanted to have you on today was to maybe start looking at the structure that society and per parents have created and maybe take a different look at that on the on the spiritual path so where like where 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 did you grow up? I mean, I know you're in New Zealand now, but where did you grow up? I know you traveled around a little bit, and now you're back home. Uh, tell us about that, and and then uh, and then we'll we'll just go from there, and then we'll get more into your journey. Yeah, yeah. So I um, I grew up in England uh, in the countryside. Uh, I I spent the first um, twenty four years of my life uh, growing up. Uh, I I trained as an electrician. Um, and then I, well, I've been in the trade for 18 years. Uh, and then in my mid twenties, I uh, relocated to Australia. Uh, I spent, I went from the countryside in England to Melbourne city. Um, and then I went from Melbourne city, uh, back to the countryside in New Zealand. So I'm in the South Island, New Zealand at the moment. Awesome. So, um, over here, we call electricians sparkies. Do they, do they call you sparkies over there too? Yeah, yeah. So sometimes <laughs> I say Sparky, and people look at me, go trying to work out what's that connected to. So I, I kind of keep it. It's playing. kind of a, it's kind of a tradesman thing, right? The people that are in the trades, they, you know, like the contractors, they'll call them Sparkies. You know what I mean? So it's like, what is that? Oh, okay, it's the guys with the help them with the electricity. So that's not like just something that. Um, are you still doing the electrician work? For I only specialize. I, I, if someone comes to me wanting solar, I'm happy to help them out, but, um, uh, I've given the rest of it up really. So, so you found greater purpose somewhere else. Yeah. I've transitioned through my kind of my growth, my awakening, uh, it doesn't happen overnight. So we have to kind of honor that space and know that everything happens in divine timing. Um, and it, it, the same with healing, healing is always done when you're ready or when, or when the energies are available for a, us to understand the, the next stage of our life yeah so why don't you lead us through this how, how did you get to doing what you're doing now and how you're helping people so when i was younger i um i always saw the world differently i had a connection with animals and nature um uh, i was disconnected from words words never meant anything to me um i can remember learning words and i i just wanted to be phys physically sick um and now i when now i look back i i I realize that I see the energy behind the words. So if, if someone's telling a story, 
um they're telling a story that's heavily weighed within their reality or their experience whereas whereas it's not not necessarily the the whole story or the truth of the story uh whereas the energies within the words tell the story so if you're looking at um uh, kind of heavily weighing the the scales in one direction the the energies hold the the truth behind those words tell you what the story is and that's what comes with healing so when when people are healing it's different kind of stages and they're only willing to allow a certain you, you to know a certain type of um reality or or story or version of the story that's available so i i went i grew up and then I, when i was in the probably about 10 9 um the conditioning within society the the format that was available says this is this is the way the world is this is how we live this is what the structure has, has been designed for us to to um to be part of um so i spent probably just shy of two decades committing to this structure uh it wasn't me it, my personality wasn't me um and, and that's 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 the way that the the world functions it, everybody within their within their box has to uh, can only achieve a certain amount when we look at it mentally as well um and then in, uh, in america uh, sorry in australia i um I, I was open to a different type of lifestyle and a lot of the people I worked for lived in a country and lived in a city and it was a very uh, divided place as regards to philosophies, ideologies, conditioning. Um, and I went through a, a lot of awakenings. Um, it's a beautiful place, uh, Australia. Um, and I, I found what I was trying to achieve. You know, I had my own business um, I, I committed to socializing, uh, uh, all those profilings that we, uh, that we create to, to create these functions within kind of like the, the cities. I, I committed to that and I realized that it, it was all a false reality long, the uh, short, the short story of it. But, um, then I went back to myself and I found that when I back went to myself, I found the, the person that I was when I was younger, uh, and that person that uh i should have always been um so this is my trajectory now this is my journey of helping people understand energies within their mind and their mental health and creating um a brighter future for that welcomes um kind of like this unconditional love or, or this inner peace you know so what was it exactly when you said you went back to what you were as a child what so you'd basically had just kind of were fitting into the societal mold. Like I'm going to go do this and do that, hang out with these people. And you just kind of got into the life in the city. Is that what you're talking about? So, Even though it wasn't, it was excited you the most, it wasn't like the most exciting thing for you. You just kind of did it because you felt like you needed to. I, I felt that's what life was. That's I felt the conditioning with how I, what, what were my uh, teachers were telling me what how everybody was acting and and how um how the whole world functions um but then when i had my spiritual awakening i realized that the the world that we have doesn't benefit humans at all um so 99% of the people have to stay weak within their mindset you know they they need to be vulnerable within their money they can only achieve a certain amount of uh, wealth or happiness to, to for for the economy to succeed and the economy should never be put before mental health. And that's what happens because for the economy to be strong means that the people have to be weak. Uh, and if, if the, if people are weak, it, the first thing that is targeted is your mental health and, uh, how it locks you up in a chamber 
um, closes down your senses, uh, closes down any any alignment of uh, making healthy decisions, putting yourself in positive spaces. And, and it's a knock on effect because it doesn't just happen to you. It happens to everybody around you. Uh, and then when this kind of not necessarily negative, but this structured format that is placed within your reality is closing down everything that is natural to the planet. Um, and we've, we've created that we've created that through greed and control. Um, it is, it has been around for thousands of years, but now we're in a stage within humanity where it is no longer going to be available. We have to start concentrating on our health and well-being. Well, I think the amount of pollution in the world is, uh, definitely showing us that, um, every single umbilical cord study that I've seen since uh, since 2011, basically, shows that every child being born is full of pollution um, and has cancer-causing chemicals in their blood and even more in their, you know, in their, um, uh, their fat and their muscle tissue, up to 500 to 1,000% more, which is quite remarkable that, like, you know, it's, it's obviously not getting picked up by mainstream. They might just trickle it out there a little bit. But it's not enough to people are busy. Like you said, they're they're out um, feeding, feeding the economy. Um, you know, I have so many things I want to talk about here. There's so many points. But the first one would be on the economy. I, I you said that, you know, well, just correct me. You said that people are trading um, their mental health to to make the economy work. Is that what you were saying? Yeah. Yeah. So, so the economy functions on people, you know, being tied down to and that's their vulnerability. That's how people gain power over them. You know, if you lose your house, you, you don't pay, you lose your house, you know? So they target, they target weaknesses within, within a world that they create. Um, but when we look to mental health and this is the, the key bit to the economy, economy functions on logic uh, under two principles, it's control and efficiency or the efficiency to control. That's that's the way that, that works when you look at manufacturing and uh, all, all kind of the, the structures that are implemented across the whole of economy. It is done through a control-based reality, but that control-based reality is not in the realm of our mental health. So we use that 10% of our brain and that 10% of our brain is logic. And, and and it is a critical part of our life. You know, it helps us build houses. It helps us be innovative and um, kind of, we can kind of create a structure that is that stabilizes communities. But the other 90% of our brain is part of the planet. And that is, that is our mental health. So we can never have um, peace within, within a logic based reality. Uh, so if, if you look at the economy and you look at how we function it has nothing to do with our mental health because it doesn't function under the, the logic-based reality. So when we when we go to healing, we access the other part of our brain that we've been ignoring. We 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 welcome those uh, natural elements that are actually all over the planet that have been removed from our reality to fit a greed-based control system. And when you when you kind of put yourself in that system all you're doing is reattaching your energy back onto that emotional control. You're keeping yourself weak. You're keeping yourself vulnerable. You're keeping yourself unhealthy and you'll never be able to access your true potential and welcome into a place of self self-awareness and self-care. If you're committing to a logic based world that does not value your health, uh, your health and well-being. Well, that makes a lot of sense. And I see that. 
I believe that that we can have an economy um, if it's based on people following their joy and their excitement and not the standard way of doing things. But before we get into into more of that stuff, um, let's talk more about like your journey. You talked about a spiritual awakening. What what actually happened? Where were you? What ha- was it over a period of time or just boom? And then you were like, oh, my God, like this is what I need to do. Um, uh, I, I split up with, um, a girl I was seeing and, um, I realized that that energy that, that I was, um, was, was being driven by a different source. And this is when we look at our mental health. So, so I realized that the energies that are inside of us, we can go our whole lives being someone else. Um, so when we, when we look at healing within the world today and you have all these structured societies, so, you know, uh, the, the you, all your Kundalini's and people with working with energies within your body and, you know, you kind of yoga or your meditational states and, and, uh, all those, all those that have been around for quite, quite some times, thousands of years, but there's one energy that I found when I awoke, uh, that was there, which people don't talk about. Uh, and that is, and that is the energies that are, are in your embodiment that we choose to ignore. So when we're born into this world, I realized that through one of my awakenings, I was born with problems that weren't even mine. I was born with, with realities that were someone else's storm. Um, so as I went through different stages of awakening, I, I, the, the pieces start to come together, the pieces of how this control-based reality has created themes of conditioning that we are not able to identify that are controlling, well, influencing the way that we act. We always have freedom of freedom, freedom of choice, but within our bodies, there's energies that are circulating that are forming conclusions for us to uh, charge our emotions and be rational with our decision making. So when when I started to kind of go through different stages and I kind of built up this kind of um because I, I speak with my guides a lot I receive a lot of messages so my book is my book book is channeled so every so often they'd give me information I'd think about it and then I'd digest it then I, then I'd start to kind of pitch this energetical um breakdown of the body and breakdown of understanding and all part of this was within probably five years constant awakenings constant enlightenment and con- just this growth and i came out the other end realizing that society today our problem is, is obviously that logic based thing which i've which i've highlighted but it, our problem is that we don't understand our minds and w- what happens in the mind happens everywhere else in the body so how quickly you heal how uh, you how healthy you are the, the spaces you put yourself in the conditioning that is projected onto you that where you understand it and and, re- and remove it, or it takes over, waiting for you to add a, a control of fear within to your reality. So, everything that we know today is at the expense of our mental health. So you're talking about belief systems. So, not necessarily belief systems. So, so for ex- uh, uh, so for example, uh, let's you talk, said you say, said you said your health like. A th- you know, because thoughts come into the brain and those translate into physical reality and how the cells are active in the body. Like if you if you have a low frequency and 
it's doom and gloom and oh i've got this and then you're going to actually manifest more disease more heartache uh more bad feelings rather than the person's like no matter what happens they're looking like oh wow that's a positive for me like it's like oh i I don't look at as failing i know that that doesn't work so i'm gonna go do that how exciting is this like i'm that much closer to my goal or oh i've got cancer wow cool this is a wake-up call i've been kind of lazy and eating crappy stuff and maybe i need to learn more about this what i'm putting in my body and then by doing that and taking that attitude you're actually creating good chemistry in the body that's going to help you heal so it's 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 really belief systems right or is it different? What are you no, talking about? No. So so a belief is an end product. That is that is the conclusion that you come to when you're making a decision making. So within your within your body, there's energies there that are influencing the way that you believe and the way that you react. So for example, fear, anxiety, stress, they are all end products. There, there's your body reacting because you don't understand the energies that are running through your mind. Uh, and the way the way logic works is it divides, it categorizes. Uh, and it uh, controls. So for for you to say you're fearful of something means that you don't understand the the concept of why uh, of why you're under why those energies are within your body. It's not the, the thing that you fear. It is the reality that's been placed within within your mindset. So, for example, your parents. So if your parents had a really bad time when you were, when you were, when uh, during a pregnancy and when you were born, and they had certain certain issues that they were struggling to understand. Well, those issues can be implemented on your embodiment without you knowing, and you can spend your whole life trying to understand these energies that are part of you and not unaware that they are, they're not, they're not even anything to do with you. They're, they're, they're the storm of your parents that have uh, struggled through their mental health that has transferred onto your reality. It's the same with your teachers. It's any influential figure that is placed within your reality. So, for example, words. When you're learning words, you're learning the conditioning of words. You're not learning the freedom of words. So, if you're learning, if you're being, if your body's been conditioned to act a certain way, that's when your belief system is attacked. That's when your fear and anxiety system attacks. Those those things that within our minds, all we understand, we're struggling to understand, is that they're being driven by a source within our body that has control when we're charging our emotions. So that when, when we're charging our emotions, we, 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 we can't control emotions, they, they just happen. So that's our reactive state. So the reactive states when we're on our body means that we are not in a place of peace. And when we're not in a place of peace, that's when it starts to reflect within, within our mindset on with, with how we act. Okay, so for me to categorize this, I think I, I get it for the listeners and hopefully this will clear it up. Um, cause I was a little confused on it. So belief system, I understand what that is. You said something earlier that sounded like belief system, but then I finally got it when you said it could be like something when you were, you know, when you, when, when you were in your mom's womb as an example, like you're a baby and mom and dad get in a huge fight and they break up or something, right? That's an energy that you're feeling as a baby. That's now in your tissue. Like it's Correct. in your being. That's what you're talking about. These energies that you, this, this isn't about like being a baby and growing up as a kid and de developing belief systems, which is part of it. You're just talking about the pure energy component of stuff that it's almost like, you know, water, like if water has a little bit of gasoline in it, now it has a little bit of gasoline in it. So if the baby has all this negative emotion, cause mom and dad got in a big screaming match or at multiple screaming matches, then that energy is going to be trapped inside the cells, which is inside the 
body of the baby, which now could be an adult years later. And they're still struggling maybe with relationship because there's fear around it and they can't seem to commit to a relationship. Every time it starts feeling good, maybe they run away from the relationship because they think it's going to turn into something bad and they, maybe they struggle. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. So that transfer of energy, it, 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 there's, there's lots of different ways, but that that's, that's one that can affect you. Um, when without, without even know those energies are inside of you influencing the way that you act throughout your life and you're, you are then living someone else's storm, someone else's reality. So you never get the chance or the variable space to make those free will decisions for yourself. And, and that's, that is part of the logical programming that we, that we all face. And that's why okay. I was saying that within your parents, they might be stressed about paying or paying their money or not eating healthy or lack of exercise and all those principles that, that have been forced upon them through the structure of how society works is implemented within their mind, transferred through their body, and then that is passed on through generations. And that's not your parents' fault because that happened to their parents and their parents before yeah. them. So this cycle that's going on at the moment is the first stage of understanding that it's the, the, the system or the world that we live in has compromised our value within uh, within our mental health. Yeah. Well, you, this also manifests in another way. In the physical realm, um, for thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of years, creatures on this planet, including humans, um, have had certain things happen to them where maybe they ate some type of a plant and they got sick and almost died, right? That smell pattern is then passed on to the next generation. So when they smell it, they don't eat it. And over thousands and thousands of years, the animals know where to go for medicine and they know what to avoid so they don't get, they don't die because it's programmed into the smell from previous generations. It's all documented type stuff with, um, and science and stuff like that. But so that's just another parallel reality to show that not only could it be the smell of a plant or a berry or something like that, but it could also be the emotions that were felt, um, from, mom and dad grandma and grandpa great 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 grandma could we could still all the whole chain of the family could be dealing with this because these emotions could have been passed through on a cellular level it's quite interesting stuff um you kind of have to be a little bit more open-minded to this stuff uh but most of our listeners are very open-minded so i think i'm i'm getting it now and um we'll take a quick break and then when we get back dude i want to get more into like um how people like these energies, how you recognize them. Um, and then eventually we'll get into solutions. We'll be right back. Turmeric has been used for thousands of years all across India and Southeast Asia and is one of the best anti-inflammatory compounds on earth. Now you can get these incredible benefits with the new chemical-free body Turmeric 100 liquid drops. This ethically sourced breakthrough solution helps against inflammation and pain. Turmeric 100 is made with the same chemical-free body promise. No stimulants, 100% organic, and always made in the USA. Get yours today at chemicalfreebody.com. What's up, health heroes? Tim James here. I'm back with my guest, Daniel Mirfield. And we were talking about energies and we're talking about energies that could be literally i guess the word would be stuck inside of us trapped inside of us uh unbeknowingly to us we don't know it's there and these energies could come from our parents our grandparents our great-great-grandparents it could have been passed on for generation after generation and there are these energies that are in our bodies in our cells in our tissue 
that are almost like a blockage from us being living our, our highest, best use, most happy life. Would that be a correct statement, Daniel? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So my thing now is, is like, if we don't understand this stuff, we don't know where it's at. Like this podcast today is just kind of cracking open the door in people's minds to be like, Oh, cause maybe I've been dealing with something and I can't, I quite can't heal or, I can't have a good relationship with myself or I'm not having great relationships with other people. Um, I'm not finding my best career, my spiritual path, all these things. What do, how do people identify this? Cause I, what I'm thinking about is like, I've had a couple of times where I've actually cried uncontrollably. I couldn't even control it for almost an hour. And I think I, what I was happening was I was purging emotions out. Now I, I identified those as a death in my family and then a, and a and a family struggle with children and a child child custody thing but those were in my lifetime so how do i identify things that might have come from parents but even further you know deeper from great great grandpa or something like that how how do we identify those so the the, the journey starts with you your individual journey so we have to remember that we will never know people's stories so I will never know what you've been through, what you've experienced, everything that's run through your body. That, that is down to you and that is who you are. So as we look out into the world, instead of categorizing and treat, treating everybody in the same brackets and same thing, we've got to start looking at people as individuals. So when we look at people as individuals, we have to bring respect to the table. And you, you, you might have a conversation where you, you'll never agree with their thoughts or their actions, but you still have to hold an underlining uh, value of respect so when you bring respect to the table that means that with life we have to acknowledge our accountability and our responsibility we have to we have to see the the, the workings of core principles because within uh, rules and regulations they are changed to suit narratives they don't suit core principles of life and that's when we look to nature that's where healing that's where healing starts within nature but the the overall theme is that when when we're looking at ourselves and we, we've got the energy from people that control us, we first need to understand who we are. And that journey starts within this moment. That is within this, within this day, I am going to acknowledge everything about me. And the, the first step I encourage people to do is know the difference between feelings and emotions, because these energies inside of your body, and it's not just, not just your parents, it's every stage of your childhood that you didn't understand that, that, that took away your control because within the first kind of six, seven years of our life, we are so open that every reality that someone puts on us, we absorb. And if we take away children's uh, freedom of thinking, we are controlling the way that they think. And that energy is significant to the way that they grow up. So we should never look to take away control. We're looking at individuals. We're looking at them and, and respecting them as a soul attached to its embodiment. So when I, when I say the feelings and emotions means that majority of people on this planet are emotionally charged. They don't know the value of the, their feelings within their body and, and for your gifts. So for example, we see, we hear, we smell, we touch, we feel, uh, um, uh, we taste. And those gifts what they do is if we're emotionally charging, we, we, we look to them to fill addictive states. So we might see a TV and we might binge watch, binge watch a TV show, or we might just stick, uh, we might just constantly look at our phone 
or we might smell something and want to uh, eat junk or you know we, we might be in a conversation and if we get triggered we might close it down and not listen to anything that the value of hurt so defining this principles between feelings and emotions means that you are not that the, the energies inside of you aren't controlling the way that you act and your feelings what they, the feelings do it, it is um, this is a journey that takes a while, but the the actual feelings they open up your reality. They 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 bring up your frequency. They 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 attach an aura, so you, they welcome certain energies. They they um, they engage your intuition. They so it creates this positive mindset because if you if you went to say for example went away for a week and you were only allowed to see or you're only allowed to taste, your feelings will suddenly be engaged and all of a sudden you'll realize how much you're minimizing your abilities within your body and when you're minimizing your abilities you will live in someone else's reality and this this is where i keep going back to this logical control or control within that parameters it doesn't allow feelings it doesn't understand feelings it doesn't understand anything within that reality because it can't control it but what it can control is emotions and because it's charging your emotions and you're using your feelings as an addictive state to push those motions, you're creating, you're putting yourself in spaces that are unnatural to you. So it's, it's a journey in itself. But can that can was, you give that an example a, of that? If somebody, can you give an example of that? A real life example? So uh, emotions. So, 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 for, so for example, uh, you having a conversation, we, and we hear it all the time nowadays that people are very reactive within their verbal expression. So, and there's lots of appalling kind of reactions that are going at the moment and so and they throw all these terms out and all these projections at others that is from an internal source that is they're on they're struggling to understand the energies inside of them and because they're struggling to understand them and look these these energies might be someone else's storm but they're still inside this body so within when we're when we're looking at healing they're controlling your emotions and all of a sudden this verbal attack comes out and because this verbal attack comes out, they're, they're looking to take away away over people's power because they lack power. That's the way control works. If I don't have control of myself, I will look to take it from someone else. So so all these projections that we're hearing at the moment, and it's even politicians, they're report it's a it's appalling behavior. Like if if we wanted to really concentrate on mental health, we'll hold ourselves accountable and not even and that's what I mean about respect. You've got to hold respect for people, you don't look to attack people. So all those, all those expressions are from inside of you, struggling to understand the energies that are controlling the way that you react. And all of a sudden, your world falls apart because you, 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 have, you have no energy to react. And this, this is a good thing for your podcast. So because you're emotionally charged, you're using more energy that you need to to exercise, to be healthy. But when you when you engage your feelings, all of a sudden the way that you heal and all those principles that we should be concentrating on, it becomes easier. It becomes more natural because you're not const- you're not wasting all your energies on energy and influential energies that are inside of your body that are controlling the way that you react. Interesting. You know, I, I started taking singing lessons a few months ago, and I had a new song that I was working on. I wanted to do it, but it's a little bit higher it's in my range but it's up at the upper end it's a john denver song uh rocky mountain high <laughs> which is a really good one and uh i i started singing it but i was straining i was straining my voice my my throat but i'm like a, I, i'm just like when i get on something I'm like i usually like to get a song 
knocked out pretty much in about a week or two right so then i can because i'm trying to keep adding songs on because i have this outcome that i'm attached to i guess which i shouldn't i've let that go a little bit but so i kept and then my i was gonna i was like oh well i'll just i'll meet with my music my vocal coach and she'll help me and then she had to cancel because she was going out of town i was like okay well next week i'll meet with her but i went through almost two weeks of singing this song every day not doing it the right way for some reason i was straining my voice and in my mind, I thought it was out of my range. So I was tightening up to get it out there. And anyway, dude, I basically trashed my voice. Like it was, it took, she's like, when she saw me, she's like, well, we can sing today, but you really need to take, you need to take a break. Like you've really hurt yourself. Like, and, and it was finally in my range. So I come back again and then we worked on the song and it was better because I was, I, I sang it quieter and lighter, but I was still, if I sang it a little bit louder, I would still strain. Then she's like, let's try something. She went over to the piano and she played it. I put the guitar down and I sang it. No problem. Completely relaxed. I had yep. some type of an association because maybe when I was playing the guitar, I don't know what it was. And then I go back and play the guitar and it was strained again. And then she'd play it with a piano and I would sing it. It was almost I would say 95% effortless. And it was just yeah. like weird thing going on this weird dynamic. It was like, I could have sang it the whole time, but I, I was, I was straining. I was straining to do it. And then I, and then I, you know, hurt my throat. You were charging. And that's a classic example of charging your emotions. Cause you, you try and push scenarios. You're trying to, you're trying to say, I can control this. I can do it. But everything comes in divine timing. Your healing is in divine timing. Like you're, your your life is in divine timing so if it's meant to be when the when you're ready to to obviously sing the song you'll be able to end the song so so when we kind of control or try and push scenarios it's not what some it, it there's an there's an exterior force that's pushing it and it might be the fact that you were trying to push so hard it might be related to something happened to your life where you, someone's told you that you can't do it. So you try, you, that, that energy all of a sudden attaches to what you're doing today and you're trying even harder to push that song out. Whereas if you in, remove those emotions and engage in your feelings, you might go, I'm going to put my state in a self-care and then I'm going to attempt it later on and not, and not necessary. I want this now here, right here and then. I'm going to know it when I feel it within my body that I'm ready. And that's why we have to re-engage our feelings because our feelings will tell us when the time's right. And it's, that's with anything we do. That is the whole, the whole, the whole, our whole lives because our mental mentality is that um, the, the way that, you know, if you want to go down a supermarket, it's there, it's available. Or, you know, I, I don't want to, I don't want to spend the time talking to people. <clears throat> I want to just go and do what I need to do. It, it is, it is, it, it, we become impatient and it influences every aspect of our lives. And that's not what life is about. Life is about the moment and actually appreciating the value within, within this planet. Yeah. I have to say something too. It's like, you know, we, we, we coach people over here on their health and I know you do coaching. Uh, we'll definitely put a link for people down below. like to hire you as a coach, but it, it's important to have a coach. Like it really is. Like I, I, I can't even tell you how important it was. Like I've had such major breakthroughs with my vocal coach, like major stuff. Like I've cried deeply a couple different times being able to even 
uh, sing a song that I never thought was possible, seeing my own breakthroughs and realizing that, wow, I am going to be able to do this. I might not be able to do this, 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 and this yet, but I know eventually it's going to happen because there was this, that, and this, and that, that I never thought I was going to be able to do. And now I can do it. And now you also, um, so that's always the value of having somebody guys as a coach, whether it's a friend or a mentor, that's so important today. Remember we are tribal people. And if you look at the blue zones, um, the people that live the longest, the most centurions, what were the top four things again? The similarities in all those cultures. Number one, they had lifelong friends. We're tribal. You know, we're tribal. That is really important. That's where mentorship and friendship and coaching all comes in. It fits into the top category there. We're tribal. And the number two thing was lifelong friends. It's having connection with others. So we can't we can't get away from that. Now, I'd be amiss if I didn't say the other two, which is number three was the 80% plant-based diet or greater. And number four was they move their bodies daily, right? There's some big takeaways right there. Now, dude, something you said earlier that I want to comment on, but I didn't want to interrupt you. You you said energy within the words. It's not the words that matter. It's the energy within the words. And it comes, for some reason, I'm talking about my singing lessons now because I sang a song and I hadn't sang it in a while. And she was like, wow, that was really good. You did really good on this stuff. She goes, let me tell you a story. She goes, I had this gal that I, she was, a, she was a judge. She was adjudicating this thing for the state of Idaho. And this gal came out and she's like, her diction, the tonality, everything was great. But when she, she like, she did everything perfect. This was the, the gal that was singing did everything perfect. But at the end, she's like, she just told her, where's the emotion, right? Because she's like, wow, she sang the song really great, but eh, eh, didn't really, didn't really move her that much. And it's like that having the, the energy within the words, right? So I took that and I said, let me sing that song again. And what I did was, is I actually thought of a relationship that I had that I could attach to it. And I almost started crying during the song, but I, I got through it. And then afterwards, she's like, that was it. Like, I really tapped into that. And what you're talking, it's everything we're talking about here to guys. I'm just trying to give you guys some different examples to understand these energies that are with inside of us and how important they are to identify the ones that are serving us and the ones that are not serving us. So maybe you can comment on a little bit, Daniel, before we go to the next break. Yeah, so so there's, there's not enough words in, in our language to describe feelings. Uh, we can never, we can never, uh, like when, when we turn our uh, gaze to uh, to how we feel and how um, and what we're trying to express, it, there there is a will behind beyond the words. So someone might say a word and try and tell their story, but w what you're what you're doing is you're listening to to what the energies they give off, uh, and remember that within their world, with their reality, they might tell tell you. 10% of the truth. They might say 80% their reality and 10% misleading. So, so you're suddenly trying to digest what's, what's relevant to you. What, 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 what's, what's important to understand because if you have 10 conversations a day and then you try and digest what is relevant and important, all of a sudden you're fighting against 10 different realities, 10 different platforms. Uh, and, we don't we don't look 
to control we look to respect so when we're reading the energies behind the words we're understanding the person and their value and this is exactly the same with your story and it, it wasn't it wasn't the emotions that you being emotional to you had to feel the story and there's a difference between emotions and yeah. emotions you you had to feel within your body and yet resonate through the whole of whole of understanding what the words were about so you were digesting the words on a higher frequency and you were welcoming those those natural elements within, within our embodiment and producing a, a, a quality because you allow you're allowing yourself to feel Does does that make sense? Oh, yeah. And it reminded me of a quote. I brought it up um, by Maya Angelou. I used to have it up and it says, um, uh, I've learned that people will forget what you said. People will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. And those are those are energies right there is what she was talking about. It's that energy transfer. Yeah, and that's life. Every everything that within this life is the transfer of energy so as soon as you bring your awareness to what the energy is inside of you you are seeing a completely different world which we've been taught to understand awesome awesome all right guys we're going to take a quick break and then when we get back we're going to get into the fun stuff we're going to get into some case studies maybe daniel can share with us some people he's worked with a real life solution so we can put this all together so you can understand how this can work for you in your life we'll be right back the average person today is carrying around 6 to 12 pounds of impacted fecal material and mucoid plaque in the small and large intestine. That's gross, but worse, it's super unhealthy. That is why we created Gut Detox Formula. This ancient 1,000-year-old formula from India gently micro-cleanses the intestines, removing all of that funk and gunk and junk that is destroying your health while leaving your good bacteria behind, which is part of your immune system. And there is no diarrhea like most gut detox products, and it's made with the same chemical-free body promise, no stimulants, 100% nature, and always made in the USA. Get yours today at chemicalfreebody.com. What's up, Health Heroes? Tim James here. I am back with my guest, Daniel Mirfield. We have talked about um, his story uh, growing up. Um, and then we, we, we kind of spent a lot of time in the second segment talking about the energies and kind of getting clear on those. So now in the third piece here, we're going to talk about some real life stuff and people that he's dealt with. The first one, Daniel on break wanted to talk about that he brought up was actually his a true story about his parents, which I think is very relevant because we we've been talking so much about, uh, you know, parental conditioning and these energies transferring from parents to us and from us to our children. So Daniel, why don't you go ahead and start off with that. Tell us that story about, um, about your mom and dad. So I grew up with uh, just my mom and my stepdad um, and their, their ideologies. He, he was, he was an educated um, person. He'd spent a lot of time at uni and he, he was a vet. So he was very well known in the, the industry. Um, and then my mom, she had me, my brother, and my sister very close proximity together. So we grow up, we grow up with certain ideologies and conditioning. And I, and without having my father here, I, I felt like I grew up without a father. Not nothing against my stepdad. He's he, he's an, he's a nice person, but his his way of thinking was not related to the energies inside of me. 
And that's important. If you're if you're trying to understand yourself by being present with your own parents means that you can digest what's part of them and what's part of you. So and this is a critical step to having both parents within your life. You know, if you if you think it's going to solve a relationship by having a kid, you, you shouldn't you shouldn't think that way because they both have to be to understand yourself. So it worked out that uh, this separation means that I lost a part of myself until I later on later on in my life where I actually started to spend time with my dad. So this this person this energy that was running through me, and it was it was almost down to the T where I would say stuff and I spent no time with my dad, but it was exactly the same stuff that he used to say. It was that on point. Uh, the way that I acted, it was on point with him. So these, these energies inside of me, part of it was driven by the way that my dad acts. And part of it was driven by the way that my mom acts. Uh, but now I've come full circle. I am the mentor to both of them. So the, the parent child has swapped around because they have had this mindset, this is the world and this is how it acts. They have now come to a point in their life that they 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 ha- they felt they had no support so the, the the i within within my journey have now understood because i've understood what's my energy and what's their energy i can now digest the way that i re uh, i feel about what they what they do and i can be more sympathetic i can be more relatable because it's not controlling the way that i act and this mentor stage was a critical stage in the way that i saw energies because I knew exactly what was me and I knew it was, was them and it wasn't charging my emotions because because of the way that I could I could re, uh, separate those energies and treat them as individuals and, and this is one thing about spending time around tables uh, eating foods the power of a conversation because if you as soon as you have that power of conversation people willing to be honest with you you can start to digest those different energies and that means that we we're not rushing around we're bringing calmness to the to the point and we're understanding individual values so that that was the that was the big step for me and recognizing what i've seen through my guides and the energies that i felt and removing my mum's experience we can never remove them. They're part of our experience forever. They're, they're part of our memory, but we can understand that they're not controlling us, that they are, they are my mom's or my dad's. Um, so when we kind of look for, to mental health, our, uh, it all starts with close friends and family because they, they're the ones that influences the most. And if we can create a stable community, we are placing ourselves in positive spaces and we are, we are bringing long-term je- uh, um, um, life to, to what we value for core principles. So basically you decided to take your mom and dad's baggage. Uh, you became aware of it. Those, that baggage, that energy, and you decided to just set it down and not let it become a part of you. So you made, you started making a conscious choice. You made a decision of what the meaning of whatever their energy was towards you. You got only the benefit from it. Is that correct? Yeah, so there's wisdom in every moment. So I, I wasn't able to release my dad's problems until I spent time. And nobody parents are, are able to talk about, but you can get it transferred through their, their grandma or people. The the um I wasn't able to remove certain energies with my body 
until I saw the way that my dad act. And this and this is this is about being open to who what's controlling you. Um so they've they've both had tough times. They're both they're both trying to work stuff out. But I now am in a space where I know who I am. I know my my purpose and the drive between beyond my identity. And now I can break that cycle and heal them at the same time. It is it is valuable to everybody within this planet. It's kind of like heal yourself, heal, heal, heal the world, heal yourself, heal, you know, change yourself, change your world. Interesting. Okay. Was there anything else that you would like to comment on your mom and dad? Because I know the, because I'm, I'm thinking right now, like I just resonated with what you said, because like when I moved back home and, and this has been going on for years, but I, I, when I'd come back home and stay here for a week or two or a couple of days or the weekend, I would see either my mom and my dad doing certain things. And then I was like, Oh my God, like shit, I'm doing that. And that's not me, but I had to visually like, see it, feel it. And then I recognized it and I was able to have an awareness around it and then start being more careful to not be that person. Cause that wasn't me. That's not how I don't have anything to do with that. You know, whether, you know, it's like back my mom and dad were actually pretty good. I mean, for, for the most part in a lot of stuff, I got some tremendous qualities from them. Like not, you know, they don't lie. Like <laughs> they're, they're, they're the real life. They just can't do it. It's not in their nature, but you know, they've been in arguments. There's been yelling. Right. And I prefer not to yell at all. I don't want to be around that energy at all. Now. Um, I've, and I, I'd been in relationships before where there was yelling and one relationship, like my first one, like the long-term relationship was nine years. There was yelling in there, but there was no consciousness of like, Oh, I'm, I don't want to do this. I mean, you kind of like, I don't want to yell, but it was still part of me. You know what I'm saying? It was like, there wasn't the awareness of like, that's not me. That energy's not me. I, you know, I yelled too. And it was just pre-programmed into me. And I was able to recognize that as an example and not be a yeller anymore. And it took, you know, it was less and less and less as a couple other relationships, but now I'm to the point where it's like, it's kind of fruitless, man. If two people are yelling, it's just like, it's, it's just not, I, I want nothing to do with it. Cause that's not me. I, I know who I am now, as far as that goes. So I, um, and there's been other examples too, just seeing how my parents respond to certain situations, how they react. It's not really benefiting them physically, emotionally, or spiritually. I, 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 I've, I've recognized those things. So that's, it's, that's a good takeaway for the listeners. Like really pay attention to your mom mom and dad if they're still around or go back and think about how they act in certain situations and maybe meditate on it and maybe that can give you some clues to um, things that you can recognize that are not your energies that you can let go move away from not that doesn't have to be you anymore like daniel said earlier it's just you're a choice away or a decision away okay dude so um let's talk about you've you've got clients people coming to see you to help to get help in this areas and you talked about um awakening i asked you who are the top two people that come to see you and you said the first group are people that are kind of awakening so can you talk about that and maybe give an example of how you're helping people yeah so over since the beginning of the pandemic um a lot of people would actively avoid being in their own minds they would fill their days to be as productive as possible but as as people went into lockdown, they had to spend time 
in their own space. And that space brings a, a, a very rapid downward spiral if we don't understand it. Well, our mind shuts down it kind of goes into a panic mode and when we go into a, a kind of a rapid we, we hit rock bottom and when we hit rock bottom it's all of a sudden we we just want change and and, and that can allow an awakening so all of a sudden people start to see the world differently their the, the reality where they've been placed within society changes and i've i've been through this awakening so i know exactly how they feel and it and at the start it feels terrible you know so this change within their lives the, these awakenings they, they they start to look for answers so they, they start to read a few books they they start to kind of change change things within their life but the, the people are still struggling to understand their place within the world and it's a very it can be a very lonely place and when it's when it becomes lonely that's when your your programming of your conditioned reality starts to kick in and then you start to be depressed and have anxiety and and because you're struggling to understand all those concepts so every spiritual awakening you have this really massive high and then you have this really massive low and you should never drop low that's when when your feelings come in if, if you allow yourself to feel you'll, you'll never drop you'll just stabilize and ground but after the kind of the last three years there's more people waking up and more people wanting to heal, but understanding their value and the direction they head can be very um, impatient and short-sighted. So a lot of the times you, you have to kind of open their, their understanding to the world around them and, and understand that it's, there's no race within this world. There's, there, there's no uh, kind of do this, do that now. Take one day at a time respect yourself and, and awakenings to me is probably most relevant within this world today just because of the pandemic and people have been forced to face themselves and when they face themselves they have struggled with who they've become or struggled with the condition that's within their reality yeah and they a lot of people don't even they look in the mirror and they don't even recognize who they're looking at and then like you said there's that deep dark, deep dark depression because they're like what's what's the point because they're off point they're not being their true natural self they're not following their excitement they're not following their joy and now they're home they're stuck at home and so they just eat more and that's why we saw this obesity stuff happening and i just i just talked to a nurse and and i was she was she was next to me and i was talking to somebody else and they asked me questions about masks and stuff like that because i was talking about oral health and i'm like do you honestly want to know what a mask does and they were like yeah because they still they had one around their neck but they were wearing it and i was like okay i said this is what i found out and it's like it you know you disrupt airflow which raises the temperature of the mouth which creates a more acidic environment and certain of the 700 bacteria in your mouth four of them um that are there for a reason but in very small amounts one of them being gingivitis they grow and proliferate and they kind of get out of whack because they're there they're, they're there for a reason like when you die and stuff like that to break you down and as an example, and this is why dentists have reported a 50% increase in uh, rotting teeth, cracking teeth, and gum disease. And then later, she's like, she's like, oh, my God. She's like, I've had like seven teeth crack since, since then, right? Because they were forced, you know, they were, they were kind of forced to, um, to, to, to put the masks and stuff on. And now I forgot my whole point. <laughs> but because I, I go off on these tangents and stuff like that. What were, what were we talking about right before that? I was trying to relate to that. 
are just, just people with awakening and not understanding who they are or, or their value within the world. So they, they go into like this depressive state. Oh yeah, the depression. So this this all this stuff feeds into it because when you get away from your natural the natural environment being in nature, you're getting away from your natural energies of who you truly are, which is what we talked about earlier, which is unconditional love. Um, and then certain things that excite you enjoy. Everybody has a specific individual talents and gifts that they have that are different and unique vibrationally um, than anybody else. Like each one of you listening today, you are very special. Creation did not make a mistake when they made you. And there's something that you're, that really brings you joy and passion. That's what it should be. And it doesn't have to be some big massive career change thing. It could just be things that you do well, whatever it is that brings you excitement and joy. I talk about this a lot, Daniel, which is I think the path is following joy and excitement to the best of your ability every moment of every day with zero insistence on an outcome because that insistence on making something happen, like I'm going to get this song done, dang it, even though I'm killing my throat, um, ends up harming me. And we don't want to harm ourselves, right? Why, why would we want to do that? We don't, we wouldn't logically do that, but we're doing it a lot of times because we don't know we don't have the awareness. So, um, all right. So you talked about awakening. Um, you also talked about breakups. You know, unfortunately, a large, large percentage, 60, 70% of uh, marriages uh, I know in the United States end up in divorce. Um, you know, people date. They date for two, three, four, five years. Sometimes they break up. Fiancés have been dating for 10 years. They break up. This is usually a very traumatic event for people. And, uh, you know, you said this is a, the second group that you get of people that come to you for coaching. So what are you seeing in, in that? So imagine spending your whole life being someone else. And all of a sudden you wake up one day and realize that the world that you've created does not resonate with you. And this is what's happening with, within the mindset around the world because we're impatient and we kind of we don't want to be lonely we don't understand our, our true value we we look we put this we put this energetical beacon off attracting help and then someone else who sees that beacon goes oh uh, uh, i want help too and all of a sudden you create this relationship this relationship isn't anybody's false anybody's fault but it's based on false realities of who you are so there's a lot of a lot of people in the world, and this is why you see mass breakups. They've got together because they were attracted by the energies that were driving them, and those energies that are driving them is not them. And this is why we kind of trying to digest what's your energy and what's someone else's energy. So when people break up, they all of a sudden they see the world that they live in, and they want change. And this is this is what this is such such a bad place to be as regards to the people in your your world around you because you you may have kids you may have a house you may you may change your social group and and this is this is this is what drives people's realities the conditioning that they've been used to all of a sudden has has a different kind of view on how they see the world and then they are now in a position where they they wake up and they 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 see that the person that they're with isn't compatible with them. They they they've created this world where they they uh, they spend as much time socializing and ignoring their lives and working and and not actually spending time on themselves. And and this is why I was saying before with 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 um, families, the time around the table eating is more precious than any time that you know because you can sit down and have a conversation. 
and, and, and understand how people feel. But, but we're not doing that. We're impatient. And this impatient attitude puts us in positions that, that when we awake, we, we want change and we, we want it dramatically. And this is why we're seeing people, so many people break up. And if we can go through this stage of humanity and start under, understanding ourselves and bringing uh, our identity and self-care and uh, acknowledgement, we will, we will change the way we act. But because, so I, I get people coming to me and I said, and I, the first thing I say is it's no one's fault. You, you can't blame other people. You put yourself in that position, you have to take responsibility, but it's no one's fault. That is the world that's been designed. So when I when when we kind of sit down and and, and we kind of digest their story, I I, I would I, I would then encourage to make small changes in, in a non-dramatic way because they they have to start understanding themselves. They have to start understanding who they are. They have to start having a healthy lifestyle and implementing small areas here and there. You know, exercise, start exercising. Start spending more time with your kids. Start start doing family days out. And then you can both start understand the positions that you're in, the energies you are, and then decide the action. Don't do it on an emotional charge situation because it is no good for everyone because everybody will be in the same boat wanting to take control, wanting to be vicious, wanting to, and the only, the only person it affects at the end of the day is the children. They have no say in it. So, so when we kind of go through these awakenings and you're going for your family, it's small, it's delicate, and it's baby steps because you change is because you've had an awakening. You've had all these emotions go through you. You don't want to be there. And that is, that is not who you are. You have to bring your attention to the moment. You have to bring self-care, respect to the table. Even if you don't agree with them, still bring respect to the table. It It's a common theme. And I think it will go on for a couple more years. And I, I try and encourage people to look at the bigger picture, you put yourself in that position, it's time to be accountable and understand that it's not just you that your life is disrupting. It's, it's, the, it's the world around you, you know? Yeah, man. I wrote something on my dry erase board uh, about a week or two ago. And it was like when I heard it was, it was like so profound. And it relates to it. It says, if you are not being your true self, your true natural self, then you are not in a relationship with anyone anyway, because it ain't you. That's what it said. If you are not being your true self in any relationship that you have, then you are not in a relationship with anyone anyway. And that that's exactly sums up what you were just talking about. Yeah, we're scared of ourselves. Our biggest fear in this life is not understanding who we are. And that is, that is the fact that we don't, we don't value ourselves, you know? Yeah. Well, how about us just, uh, being ourselves and then we, I mean, it'll, it'll, it'll save so much problems. So you, if you want to be happy, just be yourself. <laughs> like it's just, it's so much easier. Let go of the ego. And I get it. Like when you, you were talking about like, Oh, I've, I'm in a relationship. I got two kids and, you know, and I got a house and a mortgage payment and, you know, we're supposed to be together and mom and dad said I can't break up and blah, 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 or whatever. So what do you, I did, I did have another question. I was thinking about what do you do when you have somebody, I mean, it's probably the same thing, but 
just we'll wrap up here with like a, a married couple. They got kids. They got a house. They're all tied up, wrapped up into society's mold perfectly. One of them wakes up and they're ready to take off like a rocket ship with their new life. And the other one's not awake yet. How can, how can you help that person that's awakening to maybe nudge the other person, but you can't push anybody to do anything. Are, are you running into that? Yeah. And, and, and that's probably the hardest one because the one that's not awakened, they're setting their, con their conditioning within their reality. And the person, the person who's awoken, uh, they are that now they're there now left with the uh, responsibility to, to to hold hold value in that space um because conditioning doesn't hold value in spaces it breaks them down it breaks down boundaries and it, it is access and the only way the only way you can move forward on those is by having honest conversations between the two people uh, polite respectful if you're not willing to communicate you won't go anywhere and it'll just stay within your mind and all of a sudden the person that's awoken will break down and not, and not actually make the correct decisions they'll charge their emotions to a certain extent that because they because there's there's no movement forward that they'll be worse off than they started so so you, it's it's about having an open conversation with with the parents first knowing where they stand knowing knowing how they see the world and this is this is where spiritual teachers can be so critical to families because because you've had an awakening with awakenings you might have 20 before you get back on the right path so your opinion and your thought can change 20 times within that process so it's not just one awakening and you're back on the right path you have to you have to it's a slow journey of redirecting yourselves to get on back onto a purer path so if you had an awakening and you want that change and you can see that within the world you are still not at a place of comfort it's still not a place of identity so if you if you can grab a spiritual teacher and sit down and bring an awareness to the conversation about both their habits about both the way that they see the world about about the energies and and, and different um kind of values they have or different kind of personalities that they might take means that what you're doing is you're you're bringing a, a, a an energy to the table which is unconditional for them to think for themselves because nothing happens without someone without given a position. If you want to heal, it's all in your mind until you're willing to accept you're going to heal. You won't. And that's the same with information. You, if you, if you have two people at, at heads with each other, all you can do is bring the knowledge to the table. They've got to digest it themselves and they've got to make their correct actions and, and thoughts and get to the, and get to that, point where they agree it is down to the two individuals and if the two individuals are not willing not not looking to agree and they, they and they just want to attack each other there's nothing you can do that is down to them they have to be accountable and responsible for their own lives but if you can bring that different field of energy that different concept that different that that kind of unconditional space and if they still digest that uh, that that information and they and they still can't come to a peaceful outcome and and a, a long-term outcome they are not in a, they're not in a space to be ready to make a decision because all they want to do is attack or control so down to the individual but we can add we can add the space and information for them to kind of see the world differently have a different perspective and and i know that their selfishness 
only just affects everybody around him. Yeah, so true. Well, my friend, I want to thank you for taking time to come on the show and, and sharing your energy with everybody. It's been very good. And I was just thinking, I had a thought, I'm like, wow, maybe I could have you as one of our coaches someday. That would be really cool. Um, I know you're coaching down there. I'd love to lead people to you. So if you guys would like to, um, where's the best place for people to find you, Daniel? A Sages. Okay. Yeah. So a Sages journey.com. That's a Sages journey dot com uh daniel uh has a book too um i should have brought that up earlier but he has a book called seedling uh the journey to inner peace seedling the journey to inner peace so he's sending me a copy appreciate that many thanks brother um, i look forward to reading it and um he also does coaching one-on-one -on -one coaching so uh if you're needing a little help maybe you're awakened and you want some help um maybe you are dealing with a breakup or uh, maybe you're looking to, Hey, maybe I would like to be awakened a little bit. Um, I'm kind of, I really liked, I resonated with this guy. Just go to a sages You can book a free consult with him. I, I already checked out the site. It's pretty awesome. He also has a copy of that book. So thanks. Many thanks to you, Daniel. And many thanks to the listeners out there. I really appreciate you guys. Uh, much love to you, uh, for, uh, tuning in. Um, I've talked to so many of you on the phone and, um, it's just been, it's been kind of surreal. Like, talking to people and and they find the podcast and they go back and they're they're listening to all the different old episodes and stuff like that and and getting value and benefit and taking action and and somebody's like oh tim yeah i listened to episode 68 with you and dr treadway and you talked about uh you know how to read supplement labels and food labels and i had no idea and so i started reading labels and my whole cupboard has changed and and you know i'm losing weight and my energy's back and that kind of stuff so that really, that really um, makes me happy uh, to know that that information setting out there. It's like a, it's like an educational um, sandbox. You can go play in it and uh, find out what resonates for you. And I'm really excited to bring more stuff to the table on the spiritual side with people like Daniel Murfield. Um, so that, because there's, there's, there's more to just healing the body. Um, I'm kind of the point now where it's like when people come to us, I just want to help them. Like, let's just get the health thing handled, right? Let's just get that done. Your life should not be a constant state of trying to heal. Let's get it done. But as you guys are seeing today, there's the whole human being is not just taking care of a leaky gut or something like that. Or if you have cancer, there's, there's an emotional, physical, and there's spiritual components as well. And so we want to look at you as a whole being. So I'm so proud to have somebody like Daniel on to come on and, and kind of open your mind a little bit, maybe to, to, more of yourself and your true nature and more of loving yourself. So um, much love to you guys until next time, change yourself, change your world. And I'll talk to you soon. Bye for now. Thanks for listening again to the health hero show. I'm your host, Tim James. And remember, change yourself, change your world. And we'll see you again on the next episode. Talk to you soon. You have just listened to The Health Hero Show with Tim James. <laughs>